hi, and welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and we're here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. Today, we're going to talk about what to do, how to handle it, if back to school has you stressed. And I don't have to tell you that back to school can be a really stressful time. I don't have to tell you why it's stressful. You know it. You get it. There's so many factors um, from just the buy along to-do list to questions and concerns about how it's going to go and and, and on and on we could go. So we're not going to spend too much time talking about the fact that you might be stressed. We're going to jump right into what to do if you are feeling stressed for whatever reason, okay? So if you're feeling stressed right now about back to school, it's super common, it's very normal, but that doesn't mean we have to stay there. So first thing that we want to do when we're feeling stressed, whether it's back to school or honestly any situation, it's really helpful to step back, number one, and analyze why we are feeling stressed. And I don't know about you, but for me, often when I'm stressed, I'm not even necessarily completely sure why, especially if I'm stressed because there's so much going on. You know, someone will say, why are you stressed? Well, there's this and this and this and this and this. It just feels like so much sometimes. Um, Or even if it's not to-do list related, even if it's related to, you know, what's going to happen, it can still feel like, it just feels like a lot. And you might not have ever, you might not actually you know, off the top of your head, be able to pinpoint exactly why. But that's when it's really valuable to stop and ask that question. What exactly is making me feel so stressed? And immediately, just by recognizing, okay, this is the issue and naming it, that will immediately be helpful. Even if you don't do anything else in this episode, just that right there will be helpful because you'll have some clarity. Okay, this is why I'm feeling this way. Um, So that's the first step. Once we've identified some of the reasons why we're stressed, kind of gotten to a little bit of a little bit of the bottom of like what's going on, why am I feeling this way? Then we need to address them. And what we're going to do in this episode is go through some different examples of common stressors. But when we address stressors as believers in Christ, I believe that we need to take like a two pronged approach. And the first part of that prong is to examine our stress through the lens of the gospel. How am I thinking about this situation? Am I thinking about it correctly? And then number two, should I be doing anything different? Um, So let's look at both of those in a little bit. So the first one is, should I be thinking differently? And in order to do that, we need to take whatever's stressing us and examine it through the lens of scripture and through the lens of the gospel. And we need to ask ourselves, are my thoughts in line with what is true with what God has said to be true? And are there places where I need to realign them? This takes some thought, some prayer. um, But when we can do that, when we can identify, okay, I actually am not, you know, thinking quite the right way about this and, and where that is, then we can identify the truth, choose to believe it, and then realign our thoughts with God's God's thoughts. And that makes a huge difference. So that's the kind of thinking area of it. But then there's also kind of a doing area, a practical implication. So that's step three. So step one, analyze why we're stressed. Number two, take our stress and examine it through the lens of the gospel. Should I be thinking differently about this? And then number three, 
consider practical implications. Okay, what should I do about this? Or maybe a better question, is there something I should do about this? Sometimes the answer is, no, (laughs) I just need to trust God. But sometimes, often, there is something that we can and should do. Um, So we can ask ourselves, are there any practical steps God would have me take that would help alleviate this problem or the stress around it? And when we pray that question, a lot of times, things do come to our mind. And we often do know, we might not know everything we should do, but there's normally at least a couple things like, okay, I think I should at least do this or this or, you know, or these couple things. And we can move forward with that. So what we're going to do now, the rest of the episode, I want to go through a couple common stressors at this time of year for teachers. And these may or may not be ones that you're experiencing. um, But I want to kind of go through them as examples of how you can apply this framework to whatever you're facing. So if you recognize one of these stresses, great. If not, you can still use these examples in this framework to think through whatever it is you're stressing. Okay, so remember, the first step was why am I stressed, right? So if you're thinking, okay, why am I feel so stressed? One possibility, here's the first example, you come to the conclusion, okay, I'm worried about what people will think of me. I'm worried about what my administrator will think. I'm worried about what my students will think. I'm really worried about, you know, if people are going to like me as a teacher, All you know, something in that range, okay? So if that's the issue, the reason we're stressed, how would we work through this? Well, first of all, the thinking piece, okay? The thinking piece, we would, um, and this is, once again, these are examples. Your thoughts obviously might be different than this. But a couple of the realizations we might come to is, okay, I have too much focus on what people are thinking. But the reality is that I work for God, not man. And my worth is not in whether or not people think I'm a good teacher or whether they like me the most. My worth is in Christ and it's fixed in him and I am valued in him. I don't have to put so much concern in what people think of me. Um, so I, that's causing me a lot of stress. I need to have the realization that my worth is in Christ. I can be firm and confident in him. And in that way, I can show up for work ready to pour into my students, into my colleagues, rather than needing their validation and getting stressed when I'm not getting it, okay? So that's an example of thinking through um, what you might come to think about um, as you're thinking through the, the spiritual, the mental side of it. All right, then we get to the practical. Okay, um, are there any areas I've struggled with in the past that I do need to improve. In other words, I'm worried about if my students will think I'm a good teacher. I've determined that I don't have to worry about their approval. But at the same time, there, you know, there, a piece of my concern is I want to make sure I am being a good teacher. So I might ask myself, okay, is there are there any specific areas where I honestly do need to improve a little bit. Like people would have reason to think I'm not doing a good job and God has called me to do a good job for him, but are there areas I need to improve? And if I can think of one, then I can seek out solutions or training. Um, Like our mentorship program, where we help teachers with a variety of struggles like classroom management, balance, engagement, and so much more. So there's an example if you're worried about what people think. Let's go through this with another example. So once again, when you, step one, analyze why you're stressed. Step two, what should, should I be thinking differently, examining it through scripture? Step three, considering practical implications, what should I do? So if you reanalyze why am I stressed and the answer is 
I'm actually really worried about behaviors. I don't know if my students are going to listen to me. I don't know if they are going to behave. I don't know if they're going to do the work. I'm really, really worried about how the students are going to behave, okay? So let's first take it through the mindset, the spiritual piece. Am I thinking correctly about this? Well, I might think about it and say, well, I am worried about this because I really want to do a good job and I want you know, I want to be successful as a teacher. I want my students to behave. And I think that's good to want to do a good job. But I think I'm actually tying my value as a person and as a teacher to how the students behave. And that's that shouldn't be. My identity is not in whether or not my students behave. Once again, as we talked about before, my identity, my worth is in Christ. I'm here to serve him by serving my students and helping them succeed. So I do want to see my students behave for their sakes so that they can learn and for the sake of our classroom environment. But I need to be careful about feeling like my students' behavior is somehow um, like tied to my worth. Um, sometimes I feel like it's a reflection on me as a person or me as my ability as a teacher. And I need to not be so concerned about what other people think about me in that way. I just need to be focused on creating an environment that is good for my students. Okay, so that might change the way I'm thinking about it. Then let's move on to practical. Okay, practical. All right. Um, you know what? It, I actually did struggle with this a lot last year. So I think I actually need to make some changes. And maybe I know what the changes are. I actually know what I need to do. I just need to do it. Let me sit down and think through what I want to do differently so I can set a situation that's good for my students. Do you see how though when I'm focusing on what's good for my students and, and kind of working through the implications of not having my worth tied up in that and not feeling like it's about me, that frees me to look for solutions with less stress attached to it. So anyhow, um, I might know what to do and just need to do it. Or I might say, okay, I honestly don't know how to fix this. I feel like it was really not good or it definitely wasn't where I want it to be. Once again, I can go seek out specific solutions. I can ask a colleague. I can talk to my administrator. I can go online. Or if you're listening to this and this is your struck, your help, we have a free training called How to Reduce Disruptions Without Yelling, Begging, or Bribing. Highly recommend you can get it at teachfortheheart.com slash free for free training, teachfortheheart.com slash free. Um, that's one place you could go. Um, but yeah, seeking out the practical solutions too. All right, we got two more that we're going to go through. Number three, um, if I analyze why am I stressed, I might it might be because there is so much to do and I don't feel like I have time for it. I feel like I'm never going to get all this done and I'm worried about it, okay? All right. So once again, why am I stressed? Well, because there's so much to do and there might be more nuance to that. Sometimes you can dig down another layer <laughs> to that. I just feel like I need a break. I didn't get enough rest or no, I just I just don't know if I'm going to get it done, whatever it is. Let's think though about the spiritual. How should I be thinking about it? Okay. Well, I am I'm so stressed about this, but the reality is that God has given me this work to do. He has called me to this work. He has called me to do my best in each moment. But when I'm, he has not called me to overwork. And he also hasn't called me to anxiety. So if I'm this stressed about my work, 
something's off. I might ask myself the question, am I placing too much of my value in whether or not I finish my to-do list? Am I I putting my to-do list in too high of a place, right? Do I really need to get all of this done this week? Or can some of it be done next week? Do I need to do all the things on my to-do list? Or are some of these here to impress other people that I don't really need to impress? Are some of these, you know, like we can, this thinking through, it's going to look different for everybody. But you're asking myself these questions and and kind of coming to the conclusion, okay, God has called me to do my best today. I need to be faithful and do, do my best today. And what doesn't get done today, I need to trust God that it either didn't need to get done or there will be time to do it another time and start to rest in that. Okay, so that's kind of the thinking piece. The practical piece. Okay, if I feel like I have more to do than I have time to do, I need to get clarity and make sure I'm spending my time on the things that really matter, especially at the beginning of school when there's so much that I want to do. I, rather than trying to do everything and knowing I probably won't get to all of it, I can choose to really focus in on what matters. So when I'm feeling like this, what I like to do is a brain dump. Brain dump, on, which means write down on paper everything that is in my mind that I feel like I have to do. And then organize it. Um, putting a star by things that are most important. So identify what are the things that I have to get done before school starts. They are the most important, most valuable must-dos. Star those. Okay, now let's go to the other end of the spectrum. Is there anything on this list? Or I'm going to really look. I'm going to make myself choose some things on this list. That even though I want to get them done, if I'm really being honest, I don't need to. And I'm going to choose to cross them out now because I know I don't have time for all these things on the list. So I have to choose something to just let go of. Cross that out. We call that trash in the 4T system. I trash those things. Um, Then, okay, are there things that I can trim that I actually don't have to do quite as much as I was thinking? You know, decorating my classroom. I was going to make these elaborate bulletin boards and all this stuff, but can I just put up some posters and have the kids, you know, create this later, you know, something with this bulletin board later? Yes, I can. Okay, I just cut down tons of work. I still have to decorate my classroom, but I just simplified it immensely, okay? Um, So there's things that we can trim and make a lot simpler, do less of them or do a quicker version. Um, And then... Making a to-do list for the day and focusing on one thing at a time. So I might say, okay, every day, you know, this week, this week is the week I got to get tons of stuff done. Every day I'm going to sit down and make a list of what has to get done and then things I'd like to get done. And I'm just going to go through that. And I'm just going to focus on one thing at a time so that I feel focused. I'm not wasting time feeling stressed. I can just get right to work. Um, and then I'm not going to worry about it from there, you know, Um and then I'm going to reevaluate my to-dos every day. So those are some examples of the practical solutions I might come up come up with. Which, by the way, um, if you like this system that I'm sharing, it's the tame your it's the tame your to-do list system, and we talk about it in more detail in episode 159. Um, so you can go to episode 159 to hear more about this. By the way, all the notes and links um, that I'm sharing in this episode can be found at teachfortheheart.com/slash 188. Teachfortheheart.com/slash 188. All right, I hope you guys are starting to pick up the pattern, right? Why am I stressed? And then take that two-pronged approach. I'm going to think, what should I be thinking differently, especially in light of Scripture and God's truth? And then what should I do? Um, those do not have to be mutually exclusive. They should flow together. 
All right, finally, number four. Um, as I have talked with a lot of you, this is a common one, I think. I'm worried about controversial issues in my school or social or politi- political differences. There's a lot of hot-button issues right now. Um, you know what they are. Um and I'm worried about I'm worried about something in relationship to one of these. Okay. This is a tricky one. And I know it's on a lot of your minds. And to be honest, I don't think any of these things are going away anytime soon. So let's think about them. Once again, starting with why am I stressed? Well, I'm worried about like and, and when you ask why yourself stressed, why you're stressed, it'd be helpful to pinpoint. Is there a specific situation that you're worried about that actually exists? Or are you stressing about hypothetical situations? That is a helpful differentiator in your mind. Um, because if you're deal, if you're stressed about a specific actual situation that is happening, then you can address that specific situation. If you're stressed about a hypothetical situation, you can still address it, but you need to remind yourself when you get to the truth part that this is hypothetical. This may or may not even happen. So while I'm, I might need to think it through, I need to be careful about allowing myself to stress out so much about something that's only hypothetical, okay? So that's a helpful differentiator. All right, regardless though, let's think about the mindset or spiritual piece of this, okay? Um, here's some good questions that you might ask. Am I placing too much value in being comfortable in this world? Or do I understand that God's kingdom and his work involve trial and difficulty okay what i mean by that question is um i think for a while well i know for a while we as christians particularly in america have been pretty comfortable um we by and large were well liked we felt like the values of society kind of matched ours for the most part not all the way across the board but you know it was kind of like okay we're comfortable here we're we're good um but clearly more and more um the the beliefs of Christians do not match, um, and the beliefs of the Bible, not just what Christians what Christians think doesn't matter, what the Bible says is what matters, um, they don't match what society is saying. And that divide, I'm pretty sure, it's only going to get worse and worse over time, okay? But is that stressing me out because I'm placing too much value in my comfort, okay? Am I really worried about the kingdom of God? Or am I just worried about I want to be comfortable? And that's a hard question. But honestly, I think a lot of our stress in these areas comes from, I don't want to have to deal with this. I just want to be able to, you know, go to work and everyone agree with me and no one think that I'm weird. No one think that I'm, you know, any of these things that we keep getting called. Okay. I don't want people to think that I don't want to have to deal with this. I want to be comfortable. I want to be well liked. Okay. And that's normal. (laughs) But that's not what we see in scripture, right? In scripture, we see God has called us, we are aliens and strangers, okay? It's not going to be easy. The fact that it's been so easy for so long, that's the anomaly, okay? We are now entering more of a reality of what is normal for the church um, and what is happening all over the world. And we're not even there yet. Um, But anyhow, that's helpful to think through. Am I really so concerned about God's kingdom or am I placing too much value in my being comfortable? So that's definitely something to think about. Um, Another another question, am I resting in God's sovereignty? In other words, do I truly believe and act on the belief that God is in control, that he knows what's going on and he's allowing big and small situations for a reason, okay? Um, Do I rest in that? Am I, or am I somehow worried like what's happening is almost like we're losing the battle? It's like, no, 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 God has 
God has won. He will win. Like God, God's purposes and plans cannot be defeated. I don't have to worry about God's purposes and plans, you know, being messed up because of the craziness going on in our society. God is not threatened by any of that. Okay. So once again, we're thinking through like, am I starting to actually, you know, believe this? And maybe I don't even realize I'm believing it. But when I stop and think about it, I'm like, yeah, I kind of am worried about that. And I I really don't need to be. Another question. Am I trusting that God will guide me if and when I face these tough situations? You know, and I can trust him, right? If something comes up and, and I am just at a total loss, can I trust that God will guide me through that? I can. I know he will. Okay. So these are some of the questions and the mindset piece that we're looking for. And then the practical aspect. And the practical, especially if you have a specific situation or you're anticipating a specific situation, seek advice. Seek advice particularly from pastor, trusted friends, church community about the specific situations you're tr- you're concerned about. Real life relationships are the best place to explore tough questions like this, okay? Especially within the church um, where God has placed you. Um, if there are people you trust, reach out to people, open up a little bit, and seek advice specifically about specific situations, okay? As I said, real life relationships um, are definitely the best place to explore tough questions like this. Um, but I will also say we do have a Facebook group. Like I said, that does not does not replace real life. But sometimes it's helpful to ask in, the, in that format as well. I would definitely recommend a both, not a, you know, ignore the real life and only ask in the Facebook group. But the Facebook group can also be helpful because there's a lot of like-minded people there. Um, so if you're not part of our Facebook group, you can go to teachfortheheart.com slash Facebook to join our Facebook group. Um, and then another wonderful resource, if these are the types of things you're concerned about, is Christian Educators. Um, They are a wonderful organization um, that specializes in helping teachers um, with a variety of situations like this. And so I definitely recommend them to you as well. And you can find out more about Christian Educators at teachfortheheart.com slash C-E-A-I. Or you can find the link in this episode at teachfortheheart.com slash 188. Well, I hope that you guys have found these examples practical. Once again, it's the pattern, right? Why am I stressed? How should I be thinking differently, especially in light of scripture and the gospel? And then are there practical things that I should do um, that would be helpful in this way? And once again, that last one, seeking advice from someone that you trust, um, seeking advice within the church, that community uh, can't can't overestimate. Honestly, in all of these, I just want to take that point and apply it to all of these. Um, Whenever you're really not sure what to do, um, seeking out advice um, from like-minded believers that would would be able to speak truth into your life um, is absolutely invaluable. So I hope you found these helpful. In conclusion, I would just say, honestly, um, I believe for you this is going to be a great year. And I don't mean that to just say, everything's going to be wonderful. I don't mean it's going to be easy. Um, And I don't mean that there won't be trials. But God is good. And he loves you. And so whatever he brings into this school year, good or bad, hard or easy, it will be exactly what you need. And he's going to use you. So let's be excited Let's trust in him and walk in the steps that he has put before us. Even if we don't know all the next steps, 
Chances are you know the next thing God would have you do. So do the next thing. Pray, ask God to reveal to you where your thinking's off and where you need to realign it with his. And trust in him, walk in the steps he's given us. They go beautifully hand in hand. Uh, Let me take a moment and pray for us before we go. Father, I thank you for all the teachers that are listening. Thank you that you have ordained this school year. Thank you that you've placed each teacher exactly where you would have them to be. I pray that you will strengthen our hearts, strengthen our hands, equip us for the purpose purposes that you have for us this year. Father, may our lips speak your truth. May our hearts overflow with your love. And may people see that in us, Father. And may it be a year um, where seeds are sown and harvests are come come in and may it all be for your glory father in jesus name we pray amen don't forget all the links that we mentioned in this episode are at teachfortheheart.com slash 188 and again that free training um, how to reduce disruptions without yelling begging or bribing if classroom management has been one of those things that has you a little bit stressed um, definitely check that out at teachfortheheart.com slash free Thank you guys again so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.